Your finances will leave a long-lasting impact on your family. After all, you only retire once. If you're looking to discuss all things pertaining to your retirement, you've come to the right place. This is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. Mike is the founder at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial, serving you with an office in Crystal Lake, Illinois, as always, for past podcasts and more information about your finances and things you can learn about retirement. Check him out online at crystallaketax.com. Mike, I know you put a lot of your podcast on the website, so it's a great way to listen to past shows. That's crystallaketax.com. And as always, if you need to call the office, you can do so by calling 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Uh, doing very well, Mark. How about yourself? Oh, doing all right. Doing all right. It's that time of year where we're just kind of waiting for spring to come. We know it's on its way, but until then, we're just going to keep freezing. This is true. But that is what it is. So if you're listening to this in the summertime, on that off chance that you find this a couple of months later, I'm incredibly jealous because right now it's cold. <laughs> well, Mike, let's jump into the news. I know that's one of our favorite little portions of the show here. That's where we just take a topic that's been in the financial news lately and kind of just see how it applies to our situation, maybe how you can apply it to your finances, your planning. Mike, today I want to talk about Ray Dalio. He's the founder of Bridgewater. It's the world's largest hedge fund. And lately he said that the U.S. is in a, quote, pre-bubble stage he also says we face a 70% chance of a recession. Do you agree? And if so, what should investors do about it? Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, I have great respect for Ray Dalio and the work that his firm's done over the past few decades at Bridgewater. I know he recently released a book called Principles, where he kind of laid out about how their culture and decision making at his firm's been. Now, on the comment about the 70% chance of recession, it reminds me of that economist joke where economists have called 100% of 50% of the recessions. You know, the, the, the reality is nobody knows. There are economic indicators out there that people watch to determine about a recession, but most are rear view looking. And by the time you actually get the data that comes in and to agree that you're in a recession or it's approaching, you're usually already several months into the teeth of some sort of economic downturn and likely on your way out. I think the bigger comment by Dalio was really the one about the quote pre-bubble. And this I do agree with. Uh, we've had a market that seemingly has only gone up for nearly since the last financial crisis a decade ago. And investors have forgotten up until recently here that stocks go up and down. And, you know, if you take a look at the valuation of everything, all assets right now are overvalued by historical measures. Stocks are expensive. Bonds are expensive. Real estate is expensive. So, you know, there's a lot of concerns that are out there. We're due for some nasty volatility, like we've seen recently here in the markets. And likely, you know, a recession or a bear market is very likely to be around the corner at some point. Now, you know, that doesn't mean that it's tomorrow or it's in a few months. All I would caution is that it's coming. And the best time to prepare for volatility and market corrections, especially in a bubble type environment, is in advance. So you need to take a look at the risk that you're taking and determine, is it still appropriate? And, and here's what I tell clients. You're not 30 anymore. You've got to stop investing like you're 30. Many clients come in, they're 70, 80% in the markets. They've ridden this high up and it's worked out well for them, but they're that much closer to retirement since the last downturn. And if you're close to retirement, you need to invest that way. If a bear market dropping by 20% or more occurs in the next 12 months, if that would devastate the retirement account balances, or possibly force some changes to their retirement timeline or have them lose some sleep, 
then they got to make changes now, not wait for some inevitable crash when it's too late. You know, they're trying to squeeze the next 5% uptick of the market out at the expense of potentially risking losing 20% or more on the downside. And we all know it's a matter of when, not if. You know, and having been in 10 years since our last recession and significant bear market, yeah, we probably are a lot closer to the end of this bubble than the beginning. So prepare for the storm while the sun's shining. You know, that would be my advice. That's right. Prepare for the storm now. And that way, when it comes, if it comes, you are prepared. And like Mike says, we're not sure exactly when that's going to be. We've seen some recent volatility lately. We're not sure what that's going to turn into. But the idea is prepare now. In that case, you are prepared when the worst happens. And if things go well, then great. You just keep on tracking with your plan. As always, if you want to reach out to Mike and the team at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial, we encourage you to do so by calling 815 526 3092. That's 815 526 3092. Or you can go onto the website crystallaketax.com. Crystallaketax.com. All right, Mike, I want to take a listener question. That's something that we always enjoy doing. I know you listen to the podcast, you enjoy the show, and we'd love to get your question submitted to us. So I want to take a question today on the podcast from Richard. Richard is in Schomburg, and Richard says, If my math is correct, my pension, Social Security, and income from a duplex that I own will be enough to cover all of my monthly bills, even if I retired right now. I'm actually planning to work another two or three years, but it seems like I don't need to save anymore because I don't think I actually need any of this money that I have in my 401k and IRAs. Am I missing anything here? Yeah, Richard, unfortunately, Wall Street marketing's got everyone to think that there's some magic number out there that you're striving for as far as a dollar amount. You know, and in short, of course, more is better than less. Now, first, Richard, congratulations on that level of success that you've had and getting to the point where you are today where you feel comfortable entering retirement and actually debating on if you need to save additional money or not. But as a financial planner, my fear for you isn't are you going to have enough to live comfortably as you enter retirement. It sounds like you're pretty well positioned for that. My concern really comes in two other areas. One is inflation and the other one is health care. Now, first, the consideration of inflation, or inflation is considered the cost of living rising over time. We call it a silent thief. And we've all seen examples how, you know, back in 1990, a loaf of bread was a dollar and today it's three dollars. I remember a story my dad would tell me about working in the fields in Alabama after school and he and his friends would get paid a whole quarter for all afternoon's labor. And as soon as they got that quarter, they'd run to the drugstore for an RC cola and a moon pie, you know, which cost them 25 cents. Today, that same bottle of pop and moon pie will cost you about four bucks. And, you know, that's inflation. So historically, the cost of living doubles about every 15 to 20 years. And that's important when you consider that going into retirement, it could likely last you 30 or more years. And what that means is that if you need, let's just say, $75,000 to live on today in retirement, you're going to need 150000 in 15 to 20 years just to maintain that same lifestyle due to inflation. Now, second, in addition, but also similar to inflation, is the cost of health care in retirement. Inflation's averaging about 3%. Health care inflation has been said to be grown at about 6 or 7%, which is more than double the cost of everything else. And there was a recent study published by Fidelity recently, and it said that out-of-pocket costs of health care for a 65-year-old couple are going to average in excess of $275,000. And when we have these conversations, Richard, with clients, we say, how are we going to fund those health care costs? And how are we going to pay our rising regular bills over time? you got to have a plan. So when we sit down with our clients, the engagement is more than just about their investments. Have you saved enough today? 
If you're working with a true financial planner, you got to be having the conversation about retirement income, saving money on taxes, effects on inflation on your income, and how are you going to handle retirement health care expenses. So Richard, build health care costs and future inflation protection into your plans. Because if you need $50,000 today, it's not going to buy the same amount of stuff in 10 years that $50,000 today is going to buy. So you need to have a plan. But congratulations on where you are. You just might need to account for inflation and health care. Thanks for that question, Richard. All right, Mike. Do you know the phrase, keep it simple, stupid? Do you know where that comes from? Don't know where it comes from, but I know we apply it in our practice every day. (laughs) It is an old naval acronym, but today we are indeed going to apply it to finances. No, we promise we're not calling any of you stupid. We would never say that, never say that. We may say that about ourselves sometimes, but not our listening audience. But at the same time, there are times in your retirement planning process where you just tend to over overly complicate things. And I really don't think, Mike, that retirement planning has to be that overwhelmingly complicated. It certainly doesn't have to be as complicated as some people make it. So I want to just take a little time with you and explore why people make things harder than they really need to be when really we just need to make the process simpler and easier to understand. And I want to start at the top. Why do you think advisors seem to make things harder than they need to be when it comes to retirement planning? That's a great question. And uh, this won't make me very popular in uh, financial planning circles, but the the one word is ego. There's so much (laughs) testosterone in the financial services, and it's unfortunate. Uh, Brokers talk down to clients all the time. They use acronyms, industry jargon to overwhelm them into thinking, wow, how smart this guy or gal is. When in reality, what they're really is missing the opportunity to be on the same side of the table with clients and educate and kind of walk down that same path with them by asking questions and sharing solutions that are based on what the client cares about, not what the broker wants to talk about. There's a completely big disconnect in the industry on that. Clients get overwhelmed, they get confused, and they kind of freeze. And that way, you know, it hurts them because then they don't make decisions if they're not fully educated about what all their options are. One of the best compliments I get from clients is that I take the complicated and make it simple by using real people language and analogies that people understand. You know, my, my favorite, and it's in the book that we wrote called, uh, you know, Eat the Eggs, Not the Chickens. And it's talking about instead of selling shares, you know, spend the income instead. For engineering clients, sure, if they want to dig deep in the details, I'll go there. But for, for most, they just want to know they're going to be okay. You know, they want to know the benefits of our plan. They don't want to know about standard deviation and alpha and gamma. You know, it's important that I know those kind of things, but most of our clients really don't care. That's right. I think most clients are going to come in and want to know, well, really the same things you and I would want to know, and that is, do I have enough money? Is it going to last until the day I die? And how are we going to do that? Those are really pretty simple questions. And so if you get wrapped up in all the jargon, you're going to get lost quickly. What do you think some of the first steps are that most people need to take to simplify their retirement plan? The first step, at least in our practice, is just agreeing that without a plan, you're just winging it and you have no clue if you're going to be successful. I read somewhere that over 80% of individuals that are within 10 years of retirement have no formal financial plan. They're just winging it. You know, where the hope is their strategy at that point. Once you agree that a plan will keep you on the path towards a successful retirement, then the next step is to begin to simplify your financial life. And examples of this is, you know, corralling all those various account statements and investments, uh, detail what you own, why you own it, what it's costing you, and is it contributing or detracting away from the financial goals that you've set? Now, in in our practice, we do this in a three-step planning process. We call it the Retirement Success Blueprint. 
that first meeting is really just a discovery meeting where we get everything organized, talk about goals, income needs, retirement concerns. And then at the second meeting, we call it our design meeting. We review where you are today and discuss what changes you need conceptually that are going to get you closer to your goals. So what do we need to tweak? How do we keep fees low? How do we reduce the risk if that's necessary? And from that design meeting, that second meeting, we've now co-designed a blueprint that we can actually build the financial plan from that's going to give them an understanding of the pros and cons of each of those strategies. And then in that third meeting that I spoke of, that's what we call the delivery meeting. The plan is created and we walk through all those recommendations in the next steps. And we actually just keep it simple. We break it down into three columns. First, what needs to be done? Second, who's going to implement it? Are they going to hire us to implement it? They're going to do it on their own. And then the third column is what's the timing or when does it need to be done? So at the end of this three meeting process, our clients come away with a written roadmap and action items that guide them towards achieving their financial goals. And the plan doesn't have to be complicated. You just keep it simple so we actually implement the plan. You know, I've seen too many times that people get this big two-inch thick complex plan that nobody implements and it just sits on the shelf. And not only is that a waste of money, it doesn't do any good to the clients unless they implement. So the plans we design with our clients, they're simple, but they're not easy. And that's why they need me to help implement and hold them accountable. That's right. I think it's that balance between you need help along the way, but you want to work with someone who's really able to flesh out concepts for you so that you can understand them and make them simpler, quite frankly. When people come in, especially for that initial meeting, other than the jargon, what do you think are some of the things that people seem to be most confused by, most overwhelmed by, maybe because other people have made them more complicated than they really need to be. Yeah, this usually comes out in that second meeting, that design meeting that I spoke of. We review with a prospective clients what they already own and how they're already invested. So before we make any changes, we think it's important that they understand where they currently sit today and the pros and cons associated with that. And what we tend to find out is they usually have no clue when we kind of start breaking down these is, you know, why they chose fund A or stock B or annuity C. Uh, and usually the response for them is, I have no idea. The broker recommended it and just started talking at them with words they didn't understand. And they just were kind of calling uncles saying, you know, where do I sign? Where do I sign? I don't understand any of this. And that goes back to what you'd mentioned earlier about why it needs to be kept simple. It's important that they understand why they own what they own. And because what they want is what it can do, not necessarily what it is. So, you know, typically what I've seen over time, you know, we walk clients through in plain English, minimize the math as much as possible. And for me, it's important that they understand why they own, what they own, what the fees are, so they can make educated decisions. The more complicated a broker makes something, the greater the likelihood that there's some kind of catch, and it's probably not in our client's best interest. So, Mike, how do you classify different investments to make them simpler and easier to understand? This is actually the easiest one, and anyone that sat in on what I call the, quote, universe of investing choices on my whiteboard will get this one. I just draw three columns on the board. We write insured at the top of one, not insured, but lower risk in the middle. And on the far right, we write risk. Then under each one of those columns, I list the type of investments that fall under each. And then we just discuss those three categories about the pros and cons of each. You know, what are the trade-offs? Some things are more liquid. Some things are more growth-oriented. Some things have more and less safety. So that we understand that as we begin to add these to our portfolio and build our retirement plan, that we understand what the trade-offs are with that. And unfortunately, most people haven't gotten that from most of their advisors. What they've gotten is products pushed on them without really going through some transparency and showing them the details. When we go through those three columns, we cross off the ones we don't like and talk about the ones that can help us achieve our goals. And as simple as that sound, clients get it. 
I like that, Mike. It sounds like through your kind of three-step, three-meeting process, you're really able to get to the bottom of your client's finances. You find out what their problems are, what their questions are, what their goals are, and then you kind of just walk them through the process, explaining in a way that's easy to understand, that's not overly complicated, and that's manageable, creating a plan that's manageable, a plan that you can tweak along the way. That's what you really excel at at your firm. And so I would just encourage you, if you're listening today and you think, man, man, I really don't understand a word of what my advisor's saying, or maybe you don't have an advisor right now. Maybe you found this podcast by happenstance or through a friend. And as you're listening, you think, yeah, finances seem really complicated to me. It's something that I know I need to be more invested in, but at the same time, it's nothing I've really ever taken the time to really sit down and examine. I think, Mike, that at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial, you're really able to help people walk step by step through the process from discovering their goals and their needs all the way to putting a plan in writing. And if you don't have that plan in writing, or maybe you need tweaking to your plan, or maybe you just want to better understand your plan, I would encourage you to give Mike Stewart and the team at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial a call. Pick up the phone right now. Call 815 526 3092. That's 815-526-3092. And of course, you can always go online to crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. Well, Mike, as always, we'd like to thank you for sitting in on the podcast with us today. All right. I had a good time with you, Mark. All right. Well, as always, again, one more time, go online to crystallaketax.com. For more podcasts, be on the lookout. There'll be more on the way. That's crystallaketax.com. And we'd like to thank you for joining us on Retirement Matters. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. The information provided herein is for training or educational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities, investments, investment strategies, or investment advice relating to securities, nor is the information or representation that any security is a suitable or appropriate investment for any person. Before acting on any advice, you should consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial situation and needs. Please contact us to obtain our disclosure brochure relating to the services offered by Sound Income Strategies, LLC, and consider its contents before making any decisions. Where quoted, past performance is not indicative of future performance. Sound Income Strategies, LLC does not represent or warrant that the contents of this program are suitable for you from a compliance, regulatory, legal, or any other perspective. We shall have no responsibility for your use or non-use of the program or any portion thereof.